What's up, Internet? Welcome to Legacy Characters, a podcast where my dad and I hang out and talk about everything in pop culture. Comics, movies, television, music. We look how it used to be. We look how it is now. Everywhere in between. And now, without further ado, let's get generationally geeky. What's up, Carter John? What's up, Daddy O? How you doing, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. You know, life's going good. You know, puppy's running hard. I know. Construction's over, so, you know, we're back in the Legacy Lounge with it, you know, kind of cleaned up and a little bit quieter. Yeah. Upgrade the windows. Yeah. Hunker down the fortress. Yeah, it, it uh, it's made a big difference. It has. Your own fortress of solitude. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the Bat Cave. Uh, it's not underground. Yeah. Yet. Well, Yet. Yeah. You want to keep it extra cool, underground house. <laughs> or is it like the side of a mountain? That see, that'd be cool. Mount Justice. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Cave. Yeah, dude, I dig that. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's cool. Just Mount Cave. <laughs> but you gotta say it slow, like Mount yeah. Cave, like some fucking Tolkien novel. You got to go to Pass Gondor to the Mount Cave. You're like, damn, that sounds important. Yeah. That's All right. <clears throat> That's running out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Enough rambling. Um, This is our chat, man. Yeah, buddy. It's our weekly look at an in-depth aspect in pop culture. We're ranking, we're reviewing, we're rating. It's usually what we're doing. Kind of of a single single topic, and we run it down somehow. That, yep. (laughs) Couldn't put it better myself, dude. Um, and this week we have the clown prince of crime himself. We decided to take an in-depth look at the many variations of the Joker. Yes, the man. Yes. Um, and so we decided, you know, to kind of condense it a tad bit. We're gonna pick our five favorite interpretations, our fav- five favorite Jokers. Right. Correct. And this is uh, like preface this with everything. These aren't the best jokers. No, these are just our five favorites. Yes, but <coughs> if you ask me, they are the best jokers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's knowing, quite, you know, us being Batman freaks. It, it comes hand in hand. Yeah, like, exactly. Always. There is no analogy because the analogy is the Joker to your Batman. Batman. Like, that's. Yeah. That is the analogy. Just, yeah, it, it is the way it plays. Yeah, like other things are the Jokers to their Batmans, but the Joker right. is to the Batman. We kind of, you know, best way to say it is we kind of cherry-picked from different mediums. Right, yeah, our favorite Jokers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it goes back to, you know, our in-depthness of Batman, so we're familiar with, you know, the, all the genres of Joker. And the iterations. So, you know, we touch on movies here. We're going to get into comic books, and we're also going to get into TV. Right. Because the Joker is one of those characters that has transcended all those mediums he, to these amazing interpretations. He's got 75 years, dude. 78 now? Yeah. Like... Because he turned 75 right there around Batman when Batman turned 75. If I'm not mistaken, 1939, the year after. Right. So, yeah, he turned 75 right there with Batman. So, he's got history. Big time. 
and and always been so cool. He he is the villain. He, yeah, like that's why we're dedicating an entire episode towards the Joker. Like the Joker. Yeah, I'm not not to bash anyone, but like by comparison, we're not doing a top five Magnetos or top five, you know, dark sides. Like this is the fucking Joker. Joker. Yeah. It's he, he, you you mention or make the statement the Joker and ninety percent of the people know who you're talking about and there's that immediate recognition uh, a great example of it right now in Batman Rebirth currently reading the War and Jokes and Riddles like it's the biggest deal in all of Rebirth in the like nerd community right now right. of all the standalone titles because it features the Joker like every right. time he shows up. It's yeah, it's he, newsworthy. He drops the bomb. Like, oh, this is this writer's Joker story. Like, right. yeah, they don't do that for the Riddler or Kite Man or Killer Croc. No, nothing no. against those characters. I'm just saying, there's the instant gravitas that comes with the Joker. Yep, and 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 that just shows you know, how much Batman carries. Oh, duh. Because you know the ultimate bad guy is Batman's ultimate bad guy. Because and that I can point to that the top five selling comic books for DC Comics in June were all Batman titles. Yeah, all of them. Like it was Detective Comics, Batman, All Star Batman, Dark Knights, the casting, and Jesus. like Nightwing or Batgirl or something. Like all of them. Right. Every last fucking one of them. Batman. Yes. <laughs> all right, man. So enough, you know, chit chatting and bullshitting. Let's get in to our top five favorite Jokers with number five. Going to the pages first. That's right. A book. For, you know, some say the seminal Batman story. Yep. Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. No more. All the people I've murdered by letting you live. I never kept count. I did. I know. I love you for it. It's finally here, isn't it? The moment we both dreamed about. Oh, don't tell me you're gonna fall asleep before we finish. You have gotten old, haven't you? Quite how I imagined it, but we can still end on a high note. <laughs> Batman, darling. Like, that line from this book and this movie, whichever interpretation of this story, is the complete cement on the foundation of the Batman Joker relationship. Yep. And I think that's, that's right. yeah. why the Dark Knight Returns Joker falls in at number five in, in the top five. Right. And he just, um, him in this story. Yeah. Uh, he, to me, he brings this, this Joker brings a smoothness. He's that calm crazy. Yeah. For, Lack of a better term, and I know that's a fucking, you know... Almost an oxymoron. Exactly, but that, like, 
complete sinister. Right. And just dead calm. And it just gives him that smoothness. That's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Yeah, you just, yeah, you would have to just kneel down and, and bow. And he'd still murder you. Yeah, exactly. Like, but why I really want to harp on this Joker, what sets it apart from the rest and makes it its own unique thing is just how dichotomous his relationship with Batman is. Oh, like, 100%. The sheer fact, regardless of what the Joker does in the story, the fact that he goes on a, in a catatonic state for 10 years after Batman disappears. Yeah. Batman's gone. He comes back for like a week and the Joker comes out. Of it. Like, yeah. he cannot survive without Batman. No, there's a direct link. And it's so volatile. and Like, yeah. like for instance, it's a perfect example in the clip I played before this where the Joker's like, is it finally happening? Like, it's the moment I always dreamed of. We're going to kill each other. Like, right. That sums it up. That shows that deep-rooted fucking psychopathic obsession. Attachment. With Batman. Yep. And that's why he makes it on this list, man. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, in Batman, especially in this, you know, he's older, more grisly, got a bad attitude. And Joker just pushes. You can tell yeah. that how he just pushes him in this. Continues just dry. Like, oh. It, I know it's brutally metaphoric, but like him stabbing, like just forcing himself on Batman constantly. Yeah. I That annoying stabbing pain in your side. All the time. Exactly. And how it ends in the tunnel of love. Like yeah. just everything about this interpretation of the Joker yep. is awesome. From him going on the talk show and being grandiose and fucking having this elaborate plan to murder all these people on live television. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the Joker. Yes. That's the Joker. That's His maniacal plan. He's going to do something that's just going to, it's going to create anarchy and it's going to give him the most attention possible. Yeah. While he does it. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to laugh about it and make a joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that and then you layer on his design in this because you know that always plays a type, you know. Oh, kind of well, a, you always play into the look that's you know with any character, yeah. And him in this, the white tux, right? It is, gives him that smoothness, it does, that's different and sets him yeah. apart from other jokers, right? Because it's, it's kind of the reverse. Of every other Joker. Joker, who always wears purple. purple with the white shirt, shirt. where yeah. he's wearing white with the purple with, shirt. Yep. And he actually applies the lipstick. Like, it's the little touches that kind of... Yeah, it set, it set him apart. Mm-hmm. And also influence other people on this list. Right. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. It It's the best Batman story for a reason. You don't make it the best Batman story without having a great Joker. Is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. And what really, the point I want to make on him, and I think we beat it to death at this point, is that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it's, it concretes it. It's the foundation. Yeah. And it does such a good job of displaying that in a gruesome and brutal way that is yeah. so Batman Joker. Yep. All right. So big kudos. Yeah. But, the, you know, we've said this, and it's only number five. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we got the good to come. Even better. Um, moving on, 
We got number four, the OG himself, <laughs> Mr. Caesar Romero. Working nights, Commissioner. Joker. Joker? <laughs> oh, I decided to give you a present, Commissioner, for being so nice to me all these years. If you're trying to offer me a bribe, Joker. A bribe? Oh, don't be ridiculous. I intend to present you with the entire Renaissance collection of the Gotham City Museum as a gift. Renaissance art collection? How did you... Ah, uh, never mind how, Commissioner. I've got it, and I'm giving it to you. Now, isn't that nice of me? Of course, there's a slight delivery charge, about $10 million. Payable within an hour, or I burn the entire collection. When Batman gets his hands on you. Batman? Ha! That cowardly creep. He's so scared of me, he doesn't dare come out of his bat cave. No, you might as well forget help from Batman, Commissioner, and start thinking of my ten million. Good evening, Joker. Oh! Oh, Batman, you're on the line, too. Well, <laughs> oh, hiding out in the Commissioner's office, eh? <laughs> I hope you don't mind, Joker. Oh, you better stay inside, Batboob, because if I catch you outside, I'm going to pin your pointed ears back, you hear? Okay, so Cesar Romero from Batman sixty six. Uh, this is this is your Joker, dude. Like Always. this is the one you put on yes. the list. Always, it's it's my original. Yeah, you know, and 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 for me, sixty six carries so much weight. It does because it established Batman as this cultural phenomenon, right? Even though you know it had the campiness to it, but for at that time it was perfect though. for a kid. Yeah. I mean, you were literally a kid. Oh yeah, a little kid. Yeah, like sixty six. You were three. Yep. <laughs> and I can remember. Yeah, probably four or five when I really, yeah, got into Batman, and it was yeah, the Joker was the shit. It's. It established what an on-screen Joker sounds like. Right. The yep. cadence, at which, like, everyone from Cesar Romero is influenced by Cesar Romero. Right. Like, the, the laugh, the way he, you know, presents, you know, his verbiage. Exactly. All like, of it. That's where it came from. He had no template. He had the books. Yep. Like, he made that laugh. That I, that laugh is so iconic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all these are, but that one in yeah. particular. Yep. 66, you know, uh, the Joker. It mustache is. and all, dude. It's The mustache. that That's why it makes it on a list, let's be honest. It's number four just for the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He refused to cut the mustache, so they just painted over. But he was so good, I see yeah. why. <laughs> exactly. They're like, fuck that mustache. You're amazing. You yeah. are the Joker. and Just a classic. Exactly. That is exactly what I was going to say. It's a classic in, you know, a unique interpretation of the Joker, but yet so Joker. Yeah. It really invokes those comic books of the time, the 70s, you know, the giant pianos, the giant joy buzzers, the toys, the gadgets, the yeah. jokes, the puns. You know, and, and, it, and it, you know, it rolled out of that campiness. Exactly. But, the, but if you really think about it, that campiness for the Joker is a perfect fit. That's a, you took the words exactly out of my mouth, dude. Like that was the next point I was going to make is he, the Joker and Cesar Romero in Batman 66 leaning into that camp. 
only benefited that character especially. Oh, yeah. Like, speaking in the alliterations, like, yeah. oh, the Cape Crusader has come <laughs> to, you know, capture the clown, like that. Exactly. It you fucking know. works. Yeah. It, you know, bat brain and bird boy. Yeah, yeah and, and just his with little the cadence, puns. he would, like, <laughs> yeah. talk. And it was stage-like. Yes. And... You know, another and grandiose, and exactly. everything was but a that's the Joker. Yes, you know, we we said that in and our previous, you know, DKR is yeah. the his 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 need to be the center. Yeah, and to, to ev- have attention. Everything's a performance. Yeah, it's perfect, <laughs> and he just yeah the the campiness, uh, just it 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 allowed for a springboard to come. Yeah, it and it elevated the Joker's material. Yeah, like exactly. the way that show was, you know, written and developed, leans into what the Joker does best. Yeah, and that's you know kind of why he stands above even Burgess Meredith and freaking uh, Frank Gorshin, yeah, and, and Julie Newmar. Like he's the man, right? Yeah, he's the he's the the ringleader, <laughs> and everybody kind of dances around him. And to go to the look, like. There hasn't been a more pitch perfect Joker. Right. I mean, other than the mustache, but the mustache is great in its own way. But I, oh yeah, the suit and the makeup. Oh, the perfect. pure green hair. Yeah, the, the, and and really nicely coiffed green hair. Yeah. You know, and the the red smile. Yeah, with and the bright purple tux. Like, oh, it just long tailed. Yeah. Like he just and you know the thirty shoes. He wore the cap shoes to the cover shoes. Yeah. So yeah, it was just a great look. That that Joker was ripped from a 1960s Batman comic. Yeah, like words and all, laugh, yeah. cackle, and he and he brought that to life. Absolutely, I. And we've only benefited ever since. Yeah, and I love. <laughs> I'm so happy that that show's come around and it's now fully accepted by Batman fans. Oh yeah, because there was a time there where you know, oh you, we were like that's fucking got, lame. Yeah, it got so dish, so beat down. But you know, being of my generation, I will always stand up for it. Absolutely, and that—that's my Batman. That was the Batman of my childhood. Like, newsflash: the Batman Returns is fucking terrifying for a three-year-old right. like the penguin is absolutely horrific it's nightmare fuel oh yeah exactly like, Catwoman wasn't exactly you know off, a darling dude. like yeah that and even jack nicholson yeah. mirror mirror like that shit is scary yep but you know batman 66 is accessible yep. for kids that's and right and it's a great springboard and you don't recognize the camp no it's just it, it's cartoonish. It, it you know it's kind of what you would think a, a comic book would look like. Hey, all right. See, yeah, your comic books. That's when I will draw the line is because I do want people to take comic books seriously. Oh yeah, but at the time, and this is always talking about the time period. Yeah, and in that you know vein of those campy sixty comics. That's right. That's yeah. It works. And he lands at number four on our list. Yeah, and it's, that's, that's pretty high that. for '66 in the in the camp. Yeah, <laughs> for that Batman. <laughs> All right, um, heading into the top three, dude. Powering right along, we have uh, the highest on our highest book on our list. Yep, 
And one of my, we've talked about it. Oh, uh, yeah, I, it, I've read it several times, I, and yeah, love it. Yes, I love this book. The best Joker story, hands down. Yeah, and full, it's the full perfect origin. It is, and we'll get to that. But of course, we're talking Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. Memories can be vile, repulsive little brutes like children, I suppose. <laughs> But can we live without them? Memories are what reason based upon. If we can't face them, we deny reason itself. Although why not? We aren't contractually tied down to rationality. There is no sanity clause. So when you find yourself locked in an unpleasant train of thought, heading for the places in your past where the screaming is unbearable, remember, there's always madness. Madness is the emergency exit. You can just step outside and close the door, and all those dreadful things that happen, you can lock them away. <laughs> so, I see you've received the free ticket I sent you. I'm glad. I did so want you to be here. You see, it doesn't matter if you catch me and send me back to the asylum. Gordon's been driven mad. I've proved my point. I've demonstrated that there's no difference between me and everyone else. All it takes is one bad day to reduce the sanest man alive to lunacy. That's how far the world is from where I am. Just one bad day. You had a bad day once, am I right? I know I am. I can tell. You had a bad day and everything changed. Why else would you dress up like a flying rat? <laughs> you had a bad day and it drove you as crazy as everybody else. Only you won't admit it. You have to keep pretending that life makes sense. That there's some point to all this struggling. God, you make me want to puke. I mean, what is it with you? What made you what you are? Girlfriend killed by the mob, maybe? Brother carved up by some mugger? Something like that, I bet. Something like that? Something like that happened to me, you know. I... I'm not exactly sure what it was. Sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes another. If I'm going to have a pass, I prefer it to be multiple choice. <laughs> but my point is, my point is, I went crazy. When I saw what a black, awful joke the world was, I went as crazy as a coot. I admit it. Why can't you? I mean, you're not unintelligent. You must see the reality of the situation. Do you know how many times we've come close to World War III over a flock of geese on a computer screen? Do you know what triggered the last world war? An argument over how many telegraph poles Germany owed its war debt creditors. Telegraph poles, ha 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 ha! It's all a big joke. Everything anybody ever valued or struggled for. It's all a monstrous, demented gag. Ha <laughs> ha! So why can't you see the funny side? Why aren't you laughing? The killing joke, man. Alan Moore. What a great book. The saint of comic books. The author of The Watchmen. 
Swamp <laughs> Thing, The Killing Joke. This is his Joker origin, man. Yeah. And it says a lot for it to fall at number three for me. I just want to kind of leave that because I prefer the Joker with no origin. Like, yeah, that's my head cannon is there's no origin. It's right, and he's never yeah really, un- unless you are familiar with this story, has no origin. He just kind of shows up, and that's why this works so much, is because in the monologue like I just played, he's like, if I have an origin, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Right. So you don't at that point you don't even know if he's been telling you the truth the whole time or what you've seen is actually how it went down. Yeah, it no, works. That's just his story right there. This is master class in Joker writing. Yeah, the monologue alone lands it at number three on this list. The oh, one I just it's played, wonderful. It's unnerving. Totally. It's beautifully poetic, and awesomely nihilistic. Yep. And takes you down just a dark path. Like, dark but, path. But it's honest and it's true. Well, and, and that's, yeah. And from a, a character that is so unhinged to be like, I know I'm crazy. Right. But I've accepted it and that's the way it is. You know why? It's so much more fun and it's easy. Right. Why don't you, like, you can, you can just let the baggage go. Yeah. Like nothing matters. No. And, for a psychopath, dude makes some solid points. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you, yeah, you got to think that, you know, being crazy doesn't mean you're stupid. No. And he even mentions that. He's like, you're an intelligent guy. Like, yeah. you know none of this matters. Exactly. Like, this is all bullshit. Yeah. It's, it is the core of what the Joker is in that monologue alone. Right. On top of the absolutely um, insane acts he performs throughout this book. You know, we got to touch on... Well, just, yeah, he's just, oh, he's over the top. It's, yeah, it's become controversial. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. And and it goes back to, if, you, if you're familiar with the book, there's some, there's some really um, questionable types of scenes that happen in there's this. There's implied rape. Multiple yeah. cases of implied rape. Yeah, and he paralyzes of, of, Batgirl. Of you know multiple genders. Yes, like it is Joker. It's absolutely insane. It's captivating though. It's like watching yep. a car wreck. Yeah, it's exactly what it, it's. And this Joker has an edge. Yeah, he's fucked you up. Know, where you got the suaveness of '66, and you got that smoothness of the Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. This Joker is just fucking maniacal. He's evil. He is pure evil, and it's the end. Like this is was intended to be the last Batman story. I don't care what anyone says. Like that's from the mouth of Alan Moore. Like it's told to be the last Batman story. Right. Um. So it's played with that desperation of this is it. Yeah, this is right, right, right. It, there's nothing after this. I'm, yeah, this is the end game. Yep. Even though we just mentioned the death of the Joker, and there's also a Joker story called End Game, not to be confused with any of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's comics, dude. There's, there's. You know, this is everything. a book, so you gotta, you gotta but, think. It's the most famous Joker story for a reason. Right. I don't care what anyone says. Brian Azzarello's Joker is good. Everyone knows The Killing Joke. Joke. It was made into an awful movie. Everyone knows The Killing Joke. Uh, and see, that's part. That's the sad part because, you know, your layperson 
that saw the movie, that's what yeah. their interpretation of what this book was. And that's so far out in right field. It is. It's not. I mean, that's bad foul ball. Yeah, it's not cool. It, and, it, and it's so, so, so disappointing. Because we were so looking forward to seeing this movie. Because it's so important. It's yeah. important as a Joker story. It's yep. important as a Joker-Batman story. We get to see, like, and it's fun when the Joker interacts with the Bat family. Like, I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. Like, and he, when he inherently does it in this book, um, in Paralyzing Batgirl, and yep. um, also in a Scott Snyder, Death of the Family, where the idea is all the people around Batman get in the fucking way of me and you. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're they're distractions. I love and that. I want to get rid of those distractions. And me and you are special. I'm going to show you why. Right. Yeah. And that's what this book inherently comes down to is I can make anyone crazy. Everything around you is a sham. It's about right. me and Batman. Yeah. We need chaos. Yeah. And I can create chaos. Yeah. I am an agent of chaos. It's it it's perfection. And it's crazy it lands at number three. But yeah. you still, you know, the, the thing about it is when you talk about this, you you, you, you still have the movie that's kind of a weight to it. Uh, yeah. that and It's short. Right. At the end of the day, it's only like 45 pages. Right. And it boils down to pretty much him shooting Barbara and that monologue that mm. kind of hold it up. Yep. But I, I can't stress it enough. The monologue, madness is the emergency exit. Like, it's it's ingrained in me as a Batman fan. Yeah, exactly. Because it perfectly describes him. It's the Lord's Prayer of Joker fans. Like yep. that. At the end, it's. I hate to make that comparison, but that's like it's what you know. It's you want to know the Joker. Listen to this. this. Yep. Read this. Yeah. And you will know. Boom. Like it sums it up perfectly, and Brian Bolland's art with the elongated face, yeah. and we get to see him in the the iconic hat with the camera and the Hawaiian shirt, yeah, and just you know how he came from the Red Hood in the failed right. comic, and, and one bad day, yeah, and the the iconic bleeding eye panel where he comes up and just starts laughing, gives right. up, literally breaks, yeah, right it, then and there. It's stunning artwork. Yes, it that is. It really just adds it into just, uh, to me with the, the kind of the crinkled look that the that the art has. It has so much depth to it, and it's so bright. Yes, he is so bright, bright in but that book. yet it has this dark aspect yeah. to it. But the gr like it's so shadowed and dark, but the greens are so green, bright. the purples yeah, the are colors. so purple, yeah. and his lips are so red, like. And that's one fucked up thing that shitty movie did was mute the entire color palette of whatever and change the art. Yeah. Whatever. Not talking about that. Right. But the yes. book, it, the book itself. And that's really what we're basing this off of. It's the master class Joker book. It yep. is the Joker book in which all Joker books are measured up to. That's right. And it comes in at number three. And you know, and if you like an origin story, this is an origin story. And it's a good one. I, I I enjoyed it. But it, and it leaves the door open. Like, it pleases every fan. Like, right. It's great. All right. So that's number three, bronze medal to the killing joke. We get into the nitty-gritty, the gold and the silver, dude. Yep. We're getting into the meat. The top two positions on the podium. And this one, 
without much surprise, is the late great Heath Ledger in Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. My jokes were bad. Give me one reason why I shouldn't have my boy here pull your head off. How about a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil disappear. It's... It's gone. Oh, and by the way, the suit, it wasn't cheap. You ought to know, you bought it. Sit. I want to hear proposition. Let's wind the clocks back a year. These cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. I mean, what happened? Did your, your balls drop off? Hmm? You, you see, a guy like me... Freak. <laughs> a guy like me... Look, listen. I know why you choose to have your little... <clears throat> group therapy sessions in broad daylight. I know why you're afraid to go out at night. The Batman. See, Batman has shown Gotham your true colors, unfortunately. Dent, he's just the beginning. And, and as for uh, the television's so-called plan, Batman has no jurisdiction. He'll find him and make him squeal. I know the squealers when I see them, and... What do you propose? It's simple. We, uh, kill the Batman. <laughs> if it's so simple, why haven't you done it already? If you're good at something, never do it for free. How much you want? Uh, half. <laughs> you're crazy. If we don't deal with this now, soon, little uh, Gamble here won't be able to get a, a nickel for his grandma. Enough from the clown! Let's not blow this out of proportion. You think you could steal from us and just walk away? Yeah. I'm putting the word out. 500 grand for this clown dead. A million alive, so I can teach him some manners first. All right, so listen, why don't you give me a call when you want to start taking things a little more seriously. Here's my card. So number two, man, Heath Ledger, the GOAT, the best live-action Joker ever. Like, I think so, huh? No, so. He... <clears throat> yeah. He's... Like, he won the fucking Oscar for doing it. Like, he made people who aren't nerds care. Right. Think about yep. that. <clears throat> yeah, and he, he brought the Joker character to the forefront. Yes. and But it's also a testament to who the character. And that's what this is about, is the Joker character. Yeah. And I it kind of just exemplifies what the Joker is and how captivating he is as a character because Heath Ledger does a great job of interpreting a lot of uh, Cesar Romero, a lot of the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is he 
he brought to mainstream all the characters combined. Yeah, all the nuances of very different interpretations. But he made people care. They didn't care about Batman. Right, no. They're like, that's nerdy, but look at that. Yeah. That's a character. That's a fully-fledged character. Yeah, that you can get invested in. And that's a testament to what the Joker can be. Yep. And Heath elevated that material. Yes, he did. Because it was, you know, really, if you think about it, other than Jack Nicholson, which is still kind of a camp. Yeah. um, He he brought modern time to the Joker. Like, he fit perfectly within the world Christopher Nolan built. Yeah, exactly. He was the agent of chaos. I said that for, like, the killing joke, and but that's he they even call him that and like he is a pure anarchist yeah exactly and and that's what i was going to say is that if you want an you know the the epitome of anarchist joker yeah this is the one and you can't go far without saying why so serious or and here we go i think it is easily the most quoted comic book character in a movie ever i can i can think i can say that right yeah like everyone knows like you want to see a magic trick like all of it yeah you want to see the pencil disappear yeah like it's it's become iconic and and you know the way he delivers his lines it's it's so unlike the cackling expected to me it's maniacal yes like it's very maniacal he, you know, this Joker, you know, from the other three, yeah, the other three that we've talked about all had their own idiosyncrasies. This one, like we said, kind of yeah. combined everything, but this one has that real rough edge. Yeah, and you can tell it by the design of it, the scars. Like, all those choices really worked as a unique and special interpretation of the Joker. Yeah. Like, he's less performer and more like just street bad guy almost is what you get the feel from. Yeah. Like he, but he's, he's not, just, you know, he's just this, this savant at, to, at anarchy. Shit. Yeah. yeah. He's, and the way he relates to Christian Bale's Batman, and it all boils down to the interrogation scene that says, I need you. Like that, like, yeah, it, that, it does a great tie. job of taking a lot of cues from the Dark Knight Returns book and, and interpretating that relationship that, oh, no, this is awesome. I don't think you get it. Right. Yeah, I'm it's, loving this. It's me and you. I'm not going back to ripping off mob dealers. Right. Like, no, no, it's me and you now. Yeah, like we've changed. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're playing on the same field here. And you buy it. Yeah, from yeah, day one, like, yeah, 100%. From the bank scene when he says... What doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger and pulls off that mask. You're like, boom, I'm in. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, especially the way the whole scene went down. Yeah. And you hadn't seen it. He hadn't spoken or anything. Nope. And it just, whoa. Yeah. He exactly. steals that movie. It's not a Batman movie at no, that point. No, like, no, it's not. It's Joker. It's Heath Leather and Joker. He, That's what that movie is. It's Batman just chases him. Yeah. It, it's the greatest superhero movie performance ever. Like, they gave him the award. Yeah. Like, that's, you can't compete. Like, no. that's fact. Yeah. From a cinematic standpoint, you know, that's the shit. Yeah. 
But it's such a he, fucking shame. He man. he took it over the top. But such you know, a but you, you you but you read back and what he put into that character and what he went through. Yeah, it's 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 not hard to disbelieve that it would take you down a dark road. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just take you down whether you wanted to or not. If you dove into something that psychotic. It's the killing joke. Like, it's the idea yeah. of choosing madness. And that's what he... he and having there. fun with it. Yeah. But, <laughs> for the sake of... You know, of the makeup. You know, he wasn't perfectly coiffed. You no. know, the makeup was all runny and smeary. And, yeah, he just had that streak. nasty, greasy green hair. Yeah, like, you the know, suit. Just was, was, you know, yeah, handmade, as they said. But uh, he, he held the same heart of the Joker. I guess that's Correct. a terrible yeah. word for it. Like, oh, the soul. He had, you yes. know, that common soul. It's like, oh, I don't care about these things. Like, gasoline just, is cheap. I just like stabbing things and setting it on fire. Right. Yeah, it's all, you know, it's all basically white noise. Yeah, it's all about the game. It's the chase. Like, he says it, like, everything he d- says is spot on. Like, Right about himself, he's like, "I'm I'm a dog. I don't know what I'd do if I caught the car. I just right. run after okay. it." Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It do, just it just I'll deal with it when it happens. Yeah, like, do I look like a guy with a plan? And <laughs> everything to you know the mannerisms, like him walking out of the hospital when the Crocs like trying to blow up the hospital, but, he's like, and the yeah. button's not working. Or, it's like, damn, yeah. And then it finally goes off, and he's like, "Oh shit!" From that. Down to, you know, the final scene with him where he's hanging upside down with Batman and just, we're destined to do this forever. Yeah. Like, and you're going to arrest me and I'm, I don't want to kill you. Yeah. So yeah, this, this, this dance is going to go on for a long time. It's just such a fucking shame. Yeah. Damn. Cause that third movie would have been so different. Oh yeah, for sure. Life would have been different. Yep. But he's, he's so great. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely perfect. He, he brought, to me, he brought the Joker into modern times. And what Heath Ledger really did for me on a macro level, dude, kind of big picture, he made me open, more open to interpretations. Because that's right. not the traditional Joker by any means. No, not what, not what you would commonly, being knowledgeable of the Joker, would yeah. expect. Exactly, but it was an interpretation that worked. It For elevated. It, it was. That it material. was modern time. He was a modern day Joker. But it, you know, it leads into people being like, hey, Jared Leto's got tattoos. The Joker doesn't have fucking ta-. like. It's an interpretation. That's like right. I'm open yeah. to like. It just allowed me to you know kind of let go of the reins a little bit of being like it doesn't look like it does in the books. It's wrong. Like you know that but nerd rage. No, but you know if you get a good character. And a good story. Who cares? It's the, a Joker. That's what I'm saying. But I, I'm just saying in general. Oh like, yeah, exactly. Whether it be you know Scarlet Witch not having the head thing, I'm like yeah. that's cool. They're doing that thing. It's different, but I like it. Right. Like, it allow. It was that moment of like, oh, people can. They got this. Trust yep. the people doing it. That's right. And just go with it. Yeah. You got a Joker, a cool ass Joker, the best, and a cool ass fucking movie. Yeah. I love that. It's still my favorite superhero movie. <laughs> but yeah, and he comes in at number two, dude. I know. So who so that's could a, be uh, number one? The gold medal. It's it's so crazy 
at number one, we have Luke Skywalker. What? That's right. <laughs> of course, number one, the greatest Joker of all time. Our favorite is Mark Hamill from Batman the Animated Series. Friends, do you suffer from that queasy, drop-in cabin pressure airsick feeling? Well, you should, because of my handy-dandy radar disruptor. It's guaranteed to scramble all radar signals in the greater Gotham area. That's right, friends. Thanks to this smashing new invention... <laughs> no military or commercial planes can safely fly over Gotham. So, if you want to avoid unhappy landings, just send $40 million to me, the Joker. That's $40 million. Operators are standing by. And remember, don't send it airmail. <laughs> Finally, for the gold medal, Mark Hamill, Batman the Animated Series, dude. And to think about it, you know, an animated series, a cartoon on, what was it, Cartoon Network? WB. WB, yeah. It was a cartoon. Yeah. Over a fully formed Oscar-winning movie, yeah, or you know, award-winning books, number one's a cartoon. Yep, it's the cartoon. But if you talk to Batman fans and a lot of lay people, yeah. this you know this is the shit. It's the definitive Joker. It's the definitive you know, Batman. Like Mark yeah. Hamill, he's done it for so long, and it's so perfect. Oh, and it's you know it's a culmination. It's Bruce Timm's art with Mark Hamill's voice, but. It, the highest paid compliment I can give to it is when I read the Joker, it's in Mark Hamill's voice. Right. Like, that's the Joker I hear in my head. Right. Exactly. And and that even goes back, I don't know if we really mentioned it, but, you know, the Killing Joke movie yeah. had, you know, both Batman and, and Joker. Yeah, from but it was the material that... Right. That, that, that but you But you that. got that statue. You did. But and 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 now you know we're talking about you know a uh, uh, TV animated series that was so special and like I, it it gets lumped in with cartoons and it's not because it's something that at five years old you can enjoy as a pure spectacle of Batman cartoon loveliness right yep but at twenty five you can go back and revisit it. And realize it's an adult themes, and like it works on a story level. It's not just stupid cartoon. Cartoon, shit. yeah, with no really sense to it. It's well crafted, and it's the definitive. I can't say it enough. Iconic interpretation of each one of these characters, and that especially means the Joker. Right. Like, it opens up with Christmas with the Joker. It's the first episode of the entire series, series. dude. Yep, with the Joker, and it's the iconic Batman spells. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, jingle bells, Batman. So there you go. Robin Lane and Ang. Like, yeah. Boom. Right there. And you're like, that's the Joker. The design with the, you know, pompadour yeah. and the long chin and the pointed nose with the giant smile. And it, it allowed being an animated series and being serialized, it allowed for a lot more stories. So, oh yeah, I'm gonna give that. That's kind of why it gets the bump, dude. There's just so much Joker. Yep. And from and he, he was even part of other characters. Yeah. You know, just kind of prodding the story along. Like, it doesn't hurt that here we got the interpretation of or the introduction, sorry, of Harley Quinn, 
which uh, gave a completely different dynamic uh, to yeah. that character. That's right. Like, oh, yeah. He'd never, up to this point, he'd never had a squeeze. Someone to play off of. Right. Like Batman is the straight man. Yep. But Harley banters with him. That's right. So it allowed, you know, Mark Hamill to strut his stuff a little bit more oh, with that character. Exactly. Because he had his squeeze. Yeah. So, you know, it was completely, you know, night and day dynamic to what he had with Batman. Or any of these other interpretations. Exactly. And then she just added depth to that whole triangle. Exactly. And with it being an animated series, it allowed for a more digestible level of cartoony campiness that once again lends itself to a character like the Joker. Oh, and and Harley Quinn. Yeah. Stop talking about Harley Quinn. Like, we know you love your dog, and her name's Harley Quinn. This is the Joker episode, dude. Like, we're talking Joker. But, like, we get to see, you know, iconic storylines represented, like the Laughing Fish, where he fucking poisons Gotham City with Smilex fish. <laughs> right. And things like that. And his, you know, kind of relationship with Kevin Conroy's Batman is another one that hits that iconic level status that we've mentioned on each one of that these tie. before. You get that you get that understandable, you know, undistinguishable uh tie. Yeah. That that link. And with it once again being a serialized, you get the idea that of what, you know, Heath Ledger said in the movie, we're gonna do this forever. I get out, you catch me. It's what we do. That's it. And yeah. I'm gonna get more bigger and bigger and bigger and fuck with you more and more and more every time. Yeah. And but I'm not gonna kill you. No. And I'm just gonna basically be your night terror. But it's it's so great and the way he looks and the way he talks, the way he moves, the thing he does, like that is the Joker. Yeah. Like as much as these like they're great. They're all great. Everyone we've talked about. But at the end of the, the day... The epitome I, of the Joker is done in this series. I close my eyes and you say the Joker, that's the image. Of, like, it's a reaction yeah. at this yeah. point. It's completely involuntary. You know, his coloring's perfect. You know, his suit. I mean, just, yeah. This is, this is the Joker. Like, Cesar Romero invented it, but everyone is measured against Mark Hamill. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like... From the laugh to just the jokes, the way he's able to m make puns and fucking just fuck with Batman. Exactly. So many times. And that's without even counting the Arkham games or Batman Mask of the Phantasm or Batman Beyond. Like, there's just been so much of this Joker. Yeah. And it's been so great that it just elevates it to number one. Always. Always. And, and you think about it, you know, this animated series... And you talk to nerds, and this series has, in any one aspect, the Joker, the Batman, any aspect, they they have top five in all kinds of categories. Yeah, and it's and that's how much weight this whole animated series. And he was, you know, he was the vocal point with Batman. Yeah, he's the Joker. Yeah, like you don't get a good Batman series without a good Joker. Right, like that just doesn't happen. And. Yeah, like that was a perfect explanation. You talk to a nerd and they're like, Oh, about Mark Hamill. Yep. Like you any... know, that Batman's gonna be in the top five of people's Batmans. Yeah. You know, uh the Batmobile is gonna be in the top five of people's Batmobiles. It's just that good. Yeah. And you don't get that good without a good joker. Yeah, exactly. And that that conflict relationship tie to Batman. And to tie it back into you, 
you don't get Harley without a great Joker. Right. Like, you don't give a shit about her if you don't care about Mark Hamill. It, yeah. If you don't have a vested feeling in that Joker, yeah. then nothing else would make any difference. You don't care about his girlfriend. Right. That's that's how that works. Yeah. It's it defined it for a generation. It's been 25 years. That's right. Dude. 1992, dude. Like, the year I was born and the year Batman Animated Series premiered. Like, yeah. That's crazy, but 25 years later, we're still like, yeah, duh. Yeah, he's the best. He's my favorite. He's he's the Joker I read in, dude. I can't say anything more than that. Yeah, it's now an involuntary response. Like Joker, Mark Hamill. He took that. He took that Joker tone up to the ultimate notch. It's the pinnacle. Like, there's people who can do a great Joker. There are great Jokers. But there's no Joker that's just ever going to be as good as that one, right? Like, I I don't I don't see a way of that happening. No, because it goes back to exactly what you said. We got 25 years, and he's still the top. Yeah, we have Heath Ledger he's with even, an Oscar. I, I believe you know he's even gotten stronger. Yes, like the Arkham games, dude. Yeah, he's amazing in those. But we're talking BTAS. It holds up. Like, no one has lost any... Re- that no. show has only garnered more respect. Yeah. The, the longer it's gone. So I, I just don't see anyone dethroning him, man. And he's my favorite. He's your favorite. Yep. He's our, he's the best. Yeah. Dude, and I could say that definitively. Yeah, this is... this is Yeah, this is the creme de la creme of, of Joker. Absolutely. It really is. With the cherry. Because yeah. Harley Quinn is the cherry to this. And you don't get her without yep. this Joker. Uh, yep. So that's that's our five Jokers, dude. Yeah, man. It was cool. I love Joker. Yeah. Always love Joker. I really, de- really want to go watch The Dark Knight Returns Part 2 now. <laughs> just, the, just the like tunnel love scene that really got me hyped up. <laughs> All right, man. Um, that's about it. That's our chat. We chitty chatted it up. Yeah, talked about the joke man. <laughs> so, internet people, I'm throwing this out to y'all. Who's your favorite Joker? Come to LegacyCharacters.com. It's the easiest way to get in contact with us. Hit contact there. You can email us from there. You can also email us directly at LegacyCharacters at gmail.com. You're on Twitter and Facebook. We really don't check that shit very often. But if you shout us out there at Legacy yeah, Characters. I, I drop by. You know, I drop by, see what's going on. I, and we'll I'll see get it. a notice. Yeah. You know, and yeah, we'll pick it up. If you want to, you know, get into a good chat. Yeah, but come talk to us, man. We want to start a dialogue. Like, I love talking about this shit, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, always. And it's fun More. to talk about it with other people. I'll tell you why Mark Hamill's the best. <laughs> like, I'll convince you of it. <laughs> It'll be fun. I promise. Yeah. It'll be super fun for me. If not, it'd be great banter. Yeah. <laughs> but most importantly, if you can do us a huge favor, go on to iTunes or SoundCloud and subscribe to us, follow us, like and review it. It helps us helps the podcast, you know, get noticed more, all that stuff. Yeah, it all ties in to the great World Wide Web. Yeah, and it's much appreciated. We enjoy doing this. We just want more people to listen. Is that so awful? No. <laughs> not at all. But this was great. And until next time, Daddy O. Go out and make your legacy. You characters.